Hi, hello, and welcome to Who Will Listen, a podcast about my past, my future, and everything in between. I'm going to enjoy finally sharing my stories, and who knows, maybe I'll find out I'm not so alone. So let's jump right in. This is our first episode. I'm so excited. I don't know if you can tell, but today's episode has been very heavy on my heart and for good reason. And it's legacy or um, the things that your life is going to stand for after you're no longer here, right? So currently I am 42 years old. I just turned 42. Happy birthday to me, September. And um, each Starting in my 40s, I started to really comb through my life, right? And try to see what it is I stood for, what it is I wanted my life to um, stand for once I'm gone. Like, what did I want my legacy to stand for? And um, I have to be honest now, I was doing that so incorrectly. Like I was looking at, oh, I don't have this. I don't do this. And da, 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 da. I didn't, because my life didn't subscribe to what I thought somebody at 42, somebody in my situation at 42 should look like. I was like, oh, like my life was wasted. Like I didn't do anything. I just did. You know I mean, I didn't, didn't do anything that will stand the test of time. It was all these temporary relationships. It was all these temporary situationships and things like that. So I started getting really down on myself. And um, I have always now knowing I've always battled with depression. So my depression got worse as I kept looking over my life and saying like, damn, I don't have anything to stand for. Um, I am not do like, I just felt I should be further in life than I had been. And I'm now understanding that no, my life, like I have been sincerely blessed. And not only have I been blessed with experiences, people and, and opportunities, but I've passed along those blessings and it's just, and I'm sorry, I may get choked up a bit, but and just the past week, maybe no, probably month, but very much so the last week, it's been a hyper that people have told me out of their own mouth that their lives would not be where they are today. Like they would not be the people that they are today if it had not been for me. If I didn't teach them this, if I didn't bring them there, if I didn't show them that this was possible. And here it is. I'm looking for validation everywhere. And it was right in my own family. Like it was right outside my door. It was right. These people that I had sewn into. Wow. I just hit that. Just hit me. You don't get to see the roots spreading out. You, If you just look at the surface and you think, oh, wow, well, I planted that seed and nothing's coming of it. Like, oh my God, you're looking at an empty field and oh God. And, and then you have this moment where you're looking and you see a barren field and you're like, gosh, I don't have much time left. Like, 
my season's about to be over and I don't have anything in this field. I've wasted all this time, you think. And it's seeming, seemingly overnight, they sprout up and they didn't just sprout up in a little small little leaf they sprout up to like a beanstalk and I'm just sitting here in total awe I'm in total awe just to be blessed to see validation to see that validation come back and I don't I don't want to forget this moment, which is why, I'm sorry, which is why I'm doing this podcast because I like to look back over my life and I like to relive these moments. I like to see that the growth that I've had within myself, I, um, like I said, I said earlier, I'm 42 years old and I am the oldest female. I've, I've lived the oldest. I've lived the longest in my maternal line from two, maybe three generations. My maternal grandmother died before I was born. I wasn't even, I wasn't even able to see her. She died from a um drug overdose. My mother dried drug died in her 30s from misuse or overuse of drug of herself it wasn't overdose but her body had become so deteriorated because of her drug use um so i don't have an elder woman and i'm closer to my mother's side than i am my father so i don't have an older woman to say hey you're 40, this is what your body, this is something that your body may go through. I I don't have that guidebook, as you will, to look at and say, oh, okay, well, this is the type of things I should be looking out for. These are the pills I should be taking now. I've always had very, very good health, never had a broken bone, um, no major surgeries, um, haven't had to take daily medication all my life. Like I just, have taken my health for granted but as i'm getting older i get the little groans and creaks my knees my back um so i always felt angered by that i always felt like it wasn't fair that i had like i'm this trailblazer right i'm i'm this i have to carry this weight further because the people behind me and I also, on top of being a 42-year-old, I'm an electrician. I am an African-American licensed electrician that I have in my entire life career period. I There is one other female electrician that I went through um, when I was in my apprenticeship. I was able to work with her and her and I became very, very close and we still maintain contact now. And I happened to be in Walmart, I mean, sorry, Home Depot and was doing a side job and a African, a sister came up to me and was like, you're an electrician. And I was like, yeah. She's like, so am I. And I was like, we immediately hugged each other because it was just so, it was like a unicorn sighting. And we were just like, 
you know what? Keep doing your thing. And I think we exchanged contact information, but I lost her information. I'm pretty sure she probably lost mine, but I've only seen two other sisters in this field. And that also is another trailblazing thing. So not only am I, was I chosen to carry this weight, right? Of being the oldest female that I know in my, in my, in my lineage. Um, but I also have to be the first and only black. Well, I'm sorry, not the only, cause we just said I'm not the only, right. But one of very few African-American women. And even though I know of them, there is no camaraderie. There is no, I mean, not, oh gosh, I hate to say, I'm not, so I don't want to take up, take away what I just said, but there isn't a forum for me and those women to get together and say, that sucks. You went for, you went through this on your job site. You went for, you went through this in your annual review, blah, blah, blah. This is how you should handle it. So I'm very much a loner in so many areas of my life that it's very easy for me to overlook the blessings and, and discount the things that I have been given. That I've, I've been blessed to see. So I, it is very long overdue for me to receive any sort of roses, any sort of accolades, any sort of thanks for the blood, sweat, and tears, the, the, the pain and suffering, the, the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifices I have made in all of my years. Um, but it damn sure feels good. <laughs> it damn sure feels good. And I will soak it all up while I am passing, still passing that along. I will, I will never allow my heart to harden. I will love until there's no air in this body. I will. <laughs> you can really tell that I'm new at this podcasting thing. I forgot to turn off the alerts on all of my electronics. So I keep getting interrupted. So pardon this really abrupt transition to this part. But basically what I'm saying is that I am entering into a phase of my journey, my life's journey, where I am seeing the things that I've prayed for. Like they said, the life that you're living now, you built five years earlier, 10 years earlier, 15 years earlier, whatever it is. And that's what I'm doing now. The life that I am living now is the one that I prayed for, I worked for, and I'm finally here. I am surrounded by people who love me, I have the discernment to know when people are not good for me and I keep it moving. Um, I am just really thankful for who I am and what I stand for. And as I blaze this trail, whereas before I used to fight it so bad to be the first and I didn't want to make the path for others to follow behind me. I said, I was like, oh, why, why can't I be the people who come behind me? Why can't somebody else do the heavy lifting? Um, just when I get tired of toting that line of, of being that person, I get like 
a boost. Like I get, uh, this is what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for the people that matter to me, matter the most to me to see because of where I began is not going to be where I end. I, I would like to say my childhood was, um, not unique, but I used to always crave for something more. I wanted that solid family unit, right? I wanted what I saw on TV. Um, <laughs> my favorite show, well, when I was growing up, was I had several favorite shows, but I can remember Punky Brewster. Um, but the actual family that I wanted was, um, I can't remember what it's called, but there was a show where Vicky was a robot. The father was like some type of um, scientist or something, or, or, or he built robots and he built this lifelike female child robot and brought him in with his real son. And their home life to me, I don't remember him having a wife, but it was so solid. They had dinner at a certain time every day. They did homework like that. They, they felt loved. It was that conversations. And I, I was so focused growing up on what I did not have that I lost sight on what I did have. Yes. I didn't have, um, the solid and secure and safe upbringing that I'm what I wanted, craved, dare I argue, say needed, but I learned how to be a survivor. I learned how to be strong. I learned how to love because that was the love that I craved so much. I know how to give that. I knew that there was a better way to raise people, to love people, to, to make people feel secure and nurtured. And I, I lived that out. I lived the, I was who I wanted, who I needed growing up. Does that make sense? Like the person that I craved the most growing up, I became that. So in hindsight, I don't hate being the trailblazer. I don't because my footprints will stay a lot longer than the people who come behind me because whether they know it or not, when I'm not here and the lessons I taught to children they're teaching them to their children. So their children may not know Kayani. They, 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 their children may not know, um, who I am, but they are learning those lessons that I taught their parents. They're learning the things that I learned and they, they saw me struggle for. So it's just such a beautiful, moment that I'm in right now. And I am so freaking thankful for it. So to kind of tie it up, I began this saying that this episode was going to be about legacy. Don't stress about what your legacy is because you already are standing in your legacy. Whatever you do constantly is your legacy. If you are a giver and you always try to take care of the family and you're you're the the matriarch and 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 you're the the messiah not messiah I'm, there's another m word I'm thinking of but it can't come out right now but if you're that for your family 
That's what your legacy is. Just like the other side of the coin, if you're a dick, if you're a user, if you constantly try to get one over on somebody, that's what your legacy is. You can't wait to the last moments of your life to look back and say, oh, I was a jerk the first 60 years of my life. I treated my kids like they were disposable. But now that I'm getting older, I want my kids to to come around my bedside and and pretend like the the first half of my life didn't, the first, I mean, not the first, but the whole other part of my life didn't exist. I want them to pretend. No, no, you don't get that. You're just like you lived alone and you're going to die alone. I mean, everyone dies alone, right? But what I mean is you don't get rewarded for a job you didn't do. Mm, mm -mm. I wish wish my brother was on the podcast right now because I could hear him in my head saying, say that again. You do not get rewarded for a job that you didn't do. <laughs> Shout out, bro. You know you had to make it. But um that's that's what I am. That's where I am right now. That's where this episode brought me. Um you have to stay tuned because don't think I'm a one-trick pony. I got way more things that I'm going to talk about. My life is a movie, and I kid you not, like I don't say it because it's cool. I don't say it because that's a, on trend or on brand or whatever, X, Y, Z. No, I have lived in my life. I've lived enough for four people, more, maybe more than four people. I've lived more lives than I care to admit. But again, I said, I'm sharing my truth. You're going to see all the things I lived through, not see, but here, you're going to hear all the things that I've lived through. You're going to you're going to be able to grasp the lessons or maybe help me discover lessons that I didn't have. I know I'm going to be interested in having a, um, have someone on with me in one of my podcasts. Maybe it'll be one of you. Maybe you can send in questions. Maybe you can send in requests. That'll be dope. This turns into a whole dialogue. You can be another part of my family. Like you, you want to be a family member? You want to be my sister? You want to be my brother? Let's do it. Let's do it. But um, I thank you for letting me ramble on. And um, I'm going to try to keep episode all episodes about 20 minutes. So hopefully it could be, um, I can be your passenger on your commute. Or if you're having a moment at work and you want to slap somebody <laughs> and you need that paycheck. Because I know how that feels. You can escape into my world. It may be better. It may be worse. Who knows? It may if if my my life being worse makes you feel better, then that's the blessing that I'm here to give you. If my life being better gives you a reason to strive, that's my blessing I'm here to give you. <laughs> but it is so very nice to meet you guys. I hope you stick around. I am really, really enjoying this. Like I said, please, please, please like. Is that a thing? I'm going to do the whole YouTube thing. Like, comment, and subscribe, even though I don't even know if that's a thing. But follow this. However you follow it, I don't even know. But I'll see you guys. Oh, I am thinking of doing two episodes a week. Pray for me because 
I am horrible on follow through, but it's very cathartic for me. So I need this. I need this more than you probably need it, to be honest. I'm very, although I am naturally unselfish, I'm selfish in this. I need to get this out. It feels like I'm going to burst if I keep these stories to myself. So two times a week, you'll hear this voice. (laughs) I just did my little cheesy thing, but thank you so much for listening. I thank you for your time. Have an amazing week. If no one has told you this this week, listen, come closer, come closer. I love you. I really do. I genuinely have love for everybody on this planet. Whether I met you or whether I have yet to meet you, I love you. You matter. Your story matters to somebody you don't even know. And I thank you for letting my story matter to you. Bye. See you next week. Thank you.